Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And I'm Friends. (laughs) 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 I was like, oh, okay. And (laughs) we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. We're also incredibly funny. Um, and if you've never heard this podcast before, you're in for a good time. We talk about pop culture, life, relationships, career, all that stuff, but it is from a Christian conservative perspective. So don't turn away if you heard Christian and conservative and you don't agree with us, or you mm-hmm. think you don't agree with us, keep mm-hmm. listening. Cause we're going to give some perspectives on things that you might not hear. And you might, it, it might turn out that you do agree with us. Yeah. You just didn't know you did. We're also yeah. incredibly funny. So. Also that, mostly Mallory. Oh, please. Thank you so much. I'm going to clip this and send this to my brother because James <laughs> never believes that I'm funny. I want to say, no, it was um, our friend Fernanda. One day um, during the little Skoda Squat, little, the Skoda Squat thing that we did. I don't know why I said little. It was pretty big. The Skoda yeah, was- Squat thing that we did. Um, she's I, something, and I said something, and I was like, got off a good joke and uh, in my head and she goes you are really funny i like talking something like that and i was like please repeat that <laughs> i i needed to hear that thank you so much like you i are, think i'm you hilarious are. you thank are you. funny thank you so much i appreciate that um so the, also the reason why i laugh when you said friends is sometimes melanie will be like and i'm her friend melanie and that just i was just like oh okay you did you guys coordinate that? Oh, you guys no, no, no. chit-chatting? <laughs> yep. But that's funny. That And that'd be a funny name. Because, um, you know, oh, goodness, what is her? Why am I blanking? Trish, do you know Trisha Paytas? No. Okay. Well, she's this. You should look her up on TikTok when you get a chance. And okay. we'll be talking about TikTok today, everybody. Yep. Um, you should look her up on TikTok when you get a chance. She is so funny. Um... She's unhinged. I don't think she's well, um, but she named her daughter Malibu Barbie. Like, that's her first name, Malibu Barbie. Wow. wow. And if you name your kid friend, that's just, like, what it reminded me of. Um, well, I can say I don't have a TikTok for the reasons we're going to talk about today. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Ooh, this will be good. It'll be a good conversation. Um, and before we get into that, uh, I want to give a couple announcements right off the bat. We are having a fun tea party. It'll be our first ever tea party. And the theme is taking back pink. How do we live um, authentic godly femininity? I blank for a second. <laughs> how do we live? Like, uh, how are you living? What are you doing? Good question. <laughs> um, but yeah, godly femininity. What does that mean? It doesn't necessarily mean like, wearing pink and having pink all the time. That's my brand. That's who I am at the core. When you, you know, if you were to cut my wrist, it'd be pink. It wouldn't be red. It's pink. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. me. But that has nothing to do with godliness. And that has nothing to do necessarily with femininity either. Um, So that's what we'll be talking about. How do we do that? How do you operate um, in godly femininity? Um, we'll also take tons of pictures. The theme is kind of garden party dress for this one. Ideally, for people that are listening, we'll hopefully have some all across the country. So we'll have different themes, different uh, dress wear. But this one is kind of garden party theme. So uh, flat, lots of floral looks. Um, you don't, It doesn't have to be floral. And it doesn't have to be pink. But I'm just giving you guys some ideas. If you go to our Instagram, um, you'll see I've posted some inspiration 
Um, and Freeman showed me her dress is going to be super cute. Um, I'm going to be honest, just I was going to wear, um, I'm not wearing anymore. So it is about two, three weeks out and I still am not sure what I'm going to wear, <laughs> but, um, by the day I will have what I'm going to wear. And the day before that is the, um, culture of life and freedom centers wonderfully made fashion show. And that's going to be super fun too. Um, personally, I love fashion. Um, I like to consider myself a fashion girly. Right now I'm wearing a t-shirt, so, you know, it it's doesn't... Cute. It's a cute t-shirt. Thank you so much. Um, but my glasses, I feel like, are actually fashionable, which... Definitely. new, and I'm really feeling myself. That's why I'm wearing them. I don't normally wear glasses, especially not on camera, but, um they're new and I'm really feeling myself so I'm wearing them right now so um but if you go to like my Instagram I feel like you can see more of my fashion sense um and the fashion show is the day before the tea party so if you're going to be in Lynchburg Virginia anyway you might as well come to the tea party you might as well go to the fashion show make it a twofer you'll see me at both super excited for that um we're going to have giveaways as well um American Woman Beauty uh Culture of Life 1972 um, who else confirmed? Oh, life dress is confirmed. And we're waiting on a couple more confirmations. But you guys are, you're going to love everything. So you should definitely come. It's going to be a blast. Um, also join our Patreon. It has already been uploaded. I sat down and spoke with a physician's assistant. I keep wanting to call her a physical assistant, but that's not even a title, I don't think. Um, a physician's assistant who specializes in femme. And actually, I am taking um, a class. I'm starting a class on the Monday after this comes out. So everybody, like if you're listening the Saturday before this comes out, or even the Sunday that comes out, like reach out to me and I can give you the emails to sign up. After talking to the physician's assistant and the instructor um, last Tuesday's episode, I really am just like so inspired um, to really take control back over my body not just like you know my weight <laughs> we talking about my weight since the beginning of the podcast but like also other stuff I noticed so not to TMI but um when I'm on my um when I'm on my period I'm trying not to when I'm on my period no when I am experiencing my fifth vital sign mm -hmm. I realize I notice my emotions can be a little wonky yeah um and you know I have friends that get angry I don't get angry I get incredibly sad sometimes it concerns me but this is fixable it's not something that like I can just sit around and be like oh there's nothing I can do no I can do something about it so that's what I'm going to do so you guys should sign up too and you should join a patreon because the physician's assistant the interview we had there is so good it is full of a wealth of knowledge you should sign up especially if you're in um in her network you can look to see where um She's available. You should sign up and she can do telemedicine. Um, it's so, it's such a good episode. It is just $5 to join the Patreon. But if you feel called, $20, $40, or even $60 is an option as well. But $5 if you just want to get the benefits of the Patreon. Um, and you're also helping us. You're helping us um, have clearer mics. If you guys have noticed, we've been doing a better job with like the audio. You're going to help us with the um, tea party. Prices of things are starting to rack up, you know. So, these are just all the things. Okay, I think that's it for announcements. Um, cute merch available. This is our Barbie themed um, merch. Other girls. Like Barbie girl. I'm an other girl. <laughs> that's kind of my... And for, for those who are listening, like I do, it. 
You're, she is holding up a cute little round tumbler. It's white and it's got pink text that says other girls. Um, you can also find that on the website. So what is our first story? Okay. So our first story is brought to you by um, CBS News. Oh, also sponsored for this episode, The Pink Rose, which is my jewelry store. This beautiful rose necklace. Um, catch us at the uh, Girl Tribe pop-up, April 8th. Um, Culture of Life 1972, they have cute clothes and jewelry, Garneau, organic tampons, American Woman Beauty, makeup, Living Light Co., cute t-shirts as well. Okay, so this next story is brought to you by CBS News, and uh, here we go. So who is mm, Show Z Chu, and what to know about the TikTok CEO testifying before Congress? Ooh, I'm going to call him Chu, because yeah. I cannot pronounce everything else. Chu. The CEO of TikTok faced a panel of federal lawmakers Thursday and sought to calm their concerns about the social media platform due to its ties to China and possible security risk that could arise as a result. So who is Chu? Chu was born January 1983 in Singapore, completed mandatory military service for the Singaporean government as a teenager, and then moved to England to enroll in the University College London. <laughs> That's so, it's called University College in here, like, university and colleges are separate. Anyway. Yeah, After yeah. earning a bachelor's degree in economics, he then landed a job as an investment banker for Goldman Sachs in London. So why is Chu appearing before lawmakers? Chu is facing intense questioning before the U.S. House Committee on Energy and Commerce as a possible ban of TikTok is gaining momentum in Washington. The hearing Thursday centers on TikTok's consumer privacy and data security practices, how the platform affects children and its relationship with the Chinese Community Party, or CPC, according to the committee. I'm going to say that again. Communist so, Party, not Community Party. Oh, Communist. Oh, you're right. I'm so sorry. They would not like me doing that. Um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say that little section again, just because I know people are like, well, why are we talking about this? This is the reason. The yeah. Consumer Privacy and Data Security Practices how the platform affects children and this relationship with the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. National security experts have warned that TikTok, which has 150 million American users, could be used to spy on Americans or as propaganda tool by the Chinese government. Advocates for banning the app in the U.S. said that TikTok's China-based parent company, Bytech Dance, could be forced to share user data with the CCP. TikTok has already been banned on federal government devices, I can confirm this is true, including military devices. The Justice Department is investigating Bytech Dance for possibly spying on U.S. citizens, including journalists, CBS News confirmed last week. ByteDance said in a statement that it, quote, strongly condemned the actions of those involved and they were no longer employed by the company. Interesting. Privacy experts have stressed that there is no evidence that TikTok has shared data with the Chinese government, nor that its data collection is more invasive than that of many American apps such as YouTube, Instagram, or dating and shopping apps. However, TikTok's status as a Chinese-owned company makes some national security experts nervous. So what has Chu said to lawmakers so far? Chu told the House panel that TikTok is building 
quote, would amount to a firewall that seals off protected U.S. user data from unauthorized foreign access, end quote, including the establishment of a new corporate entity to oversee the handling of U.S. user data. He also assured lawmakers that TikTok's approach has, quote, never been to dismiss or trivialize or trivialize concerns about unwanted foreign access to U.S. data and potential manipulation of the TikTok U.S. ecosystem. Today, U.S. TikTok data is stored by default in Oracle's servers. Only vetted personnel operating in a new company called TikTok U.S. Data Security can access can control access to this data. Chu said TikTok plans to take American user data and send it to an independent American board for review. He added, quote, the bottom line is this, American data stored in a, on American soil, so, he added, quote, the bottom line is this, American data stored on American soil by an American company overseen by American personnel, end quote. Okay. I'm not buying it. I feel like, of course, the CEO of TikTok is going to try to say there is nothing to be concerned by. Um, the fact that this, like, the fact that TikTok is owned by a Chinese company, ByteDance, or ByteDance, whatever, um, is concerning, no matter what Chu says. Like, the Chinese government, by having access to the app, creates a very serious issue, unlike YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, which, yeah, they do steal a lot of information. Yeah, you better believe they're recording your conversations you have late at night with your friends or your husband if you or have a, your mom. An, an echo, like, your privacy is gone. Yeah. You have an echo in your house. Exactly. And so the fact that it's that plus the Chinese government, I mean, it's really, really scary. And so not only can China use the app for propaganda purposes, but their government has been known to collect like a lot of very invasive personal data that people don't give them permission to, to access. Um, Additionally, like the degree to which China censors is crazy. Like you think you're censored on Instagram, you think you're censored on Twitter. No, like China freaking censors. And so anything that remotely goes against the, the Communist Party is immediately taken down and replaced with propaganda. Um, Michael Daniel, former security coordinator at the US Security Council, um, has said it's possible that TikTok creates a bridge which gives the Chinese government access to anything on your microphone or your camera, whether or not you're recording. Oh my. So I, I'm just like not buying that it's totally an innocent thing and it's why I don't have TikTok. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I have a lot to say. Mm -hmm. First, I'll talk about my evolution of this topic coming up. I was a late adapter to TikTok. I do have a TikTok, and um, I do try to post clips. So, <laughs> lol, this clip, this section will not be going on TikTok. Um, I do try to post clips because I'm, you know, trying to get as many people to listen to the podcast as possible. Yeah. Um. So, 
I was a late adopter because I was just like, oh, another app. Why do we have to have another app? And I just, I don't know. I never really care. Like, I know a lot of people are like, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Like, if it's taken down, I, okay. It'd actually be easier for me. One less, you know, social media to put out. Um, mm-hmm. And I can focus more on like, okay, where are, where is our audience? Um, yeah. That's really what I care about. Like, I, like we say in the, um, in the intro, we're changing culture. So, you know, <laughs> less places to change culture, the better. Um, so, you know, TikTok, I don't really care. Uh, so I, I don't care either way. Like, I didn't really, like, I didn't think twice about it, really. I was just kind of like, okay, if it's up, it's up. If it's down, it's down. So um, then my evolution, learning more about, like, why exactly they're thinking of taking it down. Because at first I thought it was just like, oh, because of children's self-esteem, which I agree. But if that's the case, let's also take down Instagram. Let's, Literally. like, YouTube. Yeah. Like, there's a couple other places that we could take down. Yeah. And then learning more about the national security aspect. And I'm not going to share how I know, but if you are, if you know me personally, or if you're, you know, any in any way um, intuitive to what I'm talking about, I do know um, that you cannot have TikTok on anything, any device that is connected to the federal government. Um they sent out a memo, like, it's, it's a big thing, so once again, I was just kind of like, okay, they're probably just making a bigger deal out of it, and then I started thinking more in this context, so, fun fact, my last year in college, I went to China for 10 days with my school, and it was, I was in an interna- international relation program, um, so it was only us international relation kids that were allowed to go, so only us, we, they called us diplos, because it was technically diplomacy and international relations, anyway, so only us diplos, so you know, I'm excited, I've never been to China, uh, longest plane ride ever, you know, on the plane, okay, land, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm in China, so sorry, I'm the queen of tangents, but also, this girl I went to high school with was there the same time I was there, so we ended up meeting up, that's just like a random, like, wow, wow. small world, small, literally small world, we're on the other side of the world, and we, yeah. yeah, I posted, and she was like, are you in China, I was like, yeah, what city, I was like, Shanghai, she's like, Oh my god, I'm in Shanghai right now too. Anyway, so that's beside the point. So you know, I'm landing. I'm okay. So I'm giving you guys this whole thing. So we're all Diplo students. A reminder. So our professor is a Christian, which is really cool because you guys know what's going on with like, anyone with religion in all in China. So he's a Christian, and um, me and him got like super close on the trip because like it it was a lot of it was a lot more walking than I. And honestly, he ever thought too. So we kind of like walked in the back together and like, he was just like a fun, goofy dad. I hope he's doing well. So, you, and he's like, he was so goofy. Like I could not think of anyone else who is just goofy. I can't think of any other way to describe him. So, you know, so this goofy professor, we go in and we are able to meet with, they told us they were leaders of the CP, CCP. Looking back, I don't know if they were like the top leaders, but they, we went and spoke with government officials. You guys. Okay, so let me tell you a couple things that happened on this trip. Okay, so, and, you know, I'm telling you the full truth, the honest to God truth. So yeah. we go in, we sit at this round table. Maybe I'll post some pictures of us sitting at the table. And I don't even remember the question I asked, but I was like, I have to just, I have to say something. But, so, you know, we're asking questions. They're saying stuff. Someone asked a question. I don't remember the exact question, but the word, or the exact wording. But the purpose of the question was like, so why are you guys trying to be like a superpower? Like something like that. But they said yeah. it in not such a like a bold yeah. face. And they, right. they were like, oh, oh, no, we're not. We're not. And we're all looking like, 
Okay, then why are you doing everything possible to be the world's superpower? Like, oh, no, we're not. We're just expanding because I don't know if you guys know, they are doing a lot of work in Africa. Africa is a very untapped resource. Um, Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. They're doing a lot of stuff in Africa. Like, um, just look into it and look into bridges that they're like literal bridges they're building um, in Africa. Anyway, so, you know. Someone asked about that. So I didn't know all of this stuff about China because that wasn't my special, that wasn't my region um, that I studied or anything like that. So I didn't know too much about that. But I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then um, we uh, we went to, um, you guys know Alibaba, right? You know Alibaba, the website? Well, the creator of that, excuse me, is Jack Ma. That's his name. So we went to the headquarters. We could not use cameras. I kid you not. It was like a scene from um, Iron Man where, like, the text kind of comes out. The technology was just so advanced. It, like, came out of, like, the screen or whatever. It was just, like, so, and it was, like, doing all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And we couldn't record it or take pictures or anything. So it was Jack Ma didn't come talk to us, but, like, some of his, like, higher-ups came and talk to us just about like, oh, what do they do? What exactly is Alibaba? Alibaba, for those that don't know, is the Chinese version of Amazon that's way bigger than Amazon. Like, we think Amazon is huge because, like, we're Americans and we think we're better. You guys, Alibaba yeah. is just... Look into Alibaba. Anyway. Okay. So, um... So, also, we found, that's how I've, like, learned and found out. So, the company so when you have a company in the u.s it's typically like your company well in china it's your company until the government buys it or until you sell it to the government or something like that and essentially what they did like what uh jack ma did he did um like somehow he has the some sort of contract or whatever with the government he can control the traffic lights and that's what i just cannot get out of my head so and this is how they spun it Okay, it's an ambulance that needs to get through. He can change the traffic lights real quick to make sure the ambulance can go through, that it's a green light instead of a red light, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm. But, like, just thinking about how companies... So, in the U.S., we try really hard to have, like, private companies have nothing to do with the government. Like, we try really yeah. hard to make sure that they're separate. And in China, kind of like what Freeman was saying, they try to keep them together as much as possible. Like, mm -hmm. the dream, the American dream is to have your own separate entity of yeah. a multi-billion dollar business. That's the American dream. Whereas China is, like, to create a business and then the government come in, sweep in, and, like, you work together with the government to have everybody participate in your business. And that's essentially what Alibaba did. And I think... That is essentially what people are afraid of that t is going to happen with TikTok. Um, so now I am more concerned. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not so concerned that I'm going to delete TikTok right away. Um, but I'm concerned enough to, um, you know, to think keep more about out. it. Yeah, keep an eye out for it. And also, like, I would love to know if you ever get, like, a weird ad pop up like an anti-taiwan ad or something like that oh i don't even think about that so try to keep an eye out because i since i don't have one obviously i can't see it but yeah. i would love it if like someone from the inside can look into it i also and i will say this like i if i'm gonna so i post on tiktok and then 
I max spend 20, 15 minutes on TikTok. Like, TikTok is not my main social media. Like, if, you, if you're like, oh, Mallory, you need to take a break, that'd be Instagram. But, like, TikTok, I just don't feel that way. I think because I just, I like funny stuff, and I'm trying to, like, I need to follow more funny people. Sometimes it's, like, too, like, influencery. Um, which is funny because like my Instagram is more influencery, but if I'm gonna watch a video, I, I want you to make me laugh. And if you're not making me laugh in the first like 10 seconds, next. So like yeah. I'm not, not on TikTok as much. Um, mm -hmm. but I don't, I don't think I've ever gotten anything about Taiwan, but that could just be, it could have been subliminal and I didn't really re realize it. Um, yeah. so yeah. So... Let me see if there's anything else to add. Okay, you guys just look out for what's going to happen next with TikTok. Yeah. What's All our right. next story? The next story is actually brought to you by Garnu. Garnu is a girls only club. They have period care products that embrace women's femininity. While they empower girls all over the world, they have tampons that are 100% cotton core. And they support feminine hygiene training and entrepreneurship for Nepali women and girls who are vulnerable to trafficking. You can listen to episode 145 with the creator and founder, Macy. And you can learn more about like why she chose organic tampons. You can learn more um, about the importance of that. You can learn more about what she did, um, like why she wants to help Nepali women. Um, you can head over to www.garnu.com and you can use the code OTHERGIRLS10 to get 10% off of your purchase. Alright, so the next story is kind of a sad one, um, but I think it's something that we should talk about. And this one is brought to you by Evie Magazine, another one we love. Amanda Bynes was placed on psychiatric hold after roaming around naked and alone in Los Angeles. Mm. Amanda Bynes has been placed on a psychiatric hold after the teen actress was spotted roaming the streets near downtown LA. She was naked and alone. Um, <laughs> they say the same sentence three times. I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, TMZ was informed that Bynes was seen waving a car down and telling the driver she was coming down from a psychotic episode. The 36-year-old reportedly called the cops on herself and was luckily found unharmed. <clears throat> Official state Bynes was taken to a local police station where mental health experts determined she needed to be placed on a 5150, a code that enables an individual with mental illness to be involuntarily held in a psychiatric facility for three days. This mm. hold is only allowed under specific conditions. First, a person must be deemed a danger to themselves or others to be considered very disabled. Bynes' close source has informed TMZ that she's currently in the hospital to be placed under care. While a hold lasts only 72 hours, it can be extended depending on the circumstances. <sighs> this is sad. Yeah, it is really sad. Um, I was looking into, like, kind of what caused the psychotic episode, and I saw on StyleCaster.com, it sounds like she was on a conservative conservatorship thank you mm -hmm. uh, no in, i get it it's hard <laughs> in 2013 after being uh diagnosed with bipolar disorder 
And then, like, during this time, like, apparently she said she was, like, quote, consumed with paranoia. And she spent, like, over a million dollars in a few months just, I guess, like, shopping. And so then the parents told the court that she had also, like, a substance use problem. And she was, like, super paranoid about being watched. And apparently she would cover smoke alarms with towels, like, tape windows shut and cover, like, the car dashboard with cardboard and tape out of fear that, like, there were cameras watching her from inside. Oh, that's so sad. And yeah. to po- I'm going to pause for t- stop you for a second. The reason why that's so sad, I'm not saying that it's, like, true, but she's a big celebrity. And during that time, it was when, you know, paparazzi were everywhere. People, yeah. so, like, crazy people were uh, breaking into celebrities' homes and, like, just sleeping in yeah. their beds. So, like, not saying, once again, I don't know, like, where that came from, but, like, what's the saddest scariest and crazy part about that is it could have very well been true i yeah. don't think so but like you know people it can drive you crazy I'm yes how crazy you would go like living alone you're like a young woman living alone in la like you have, they have as much security as you and i have like a yeah. locked door maybe some pepper spray maybe you have like cameras but I don't know what else they can really do for you. Yeah. You, know, you don't get, like, a security guard for, like, living in Hollywood. Yeah. And they had, like, there's been celebrities who've had people, like, they've been sleeping and they wake up and, like, someone's, like, in their closet. That is oh terrifying. I cannot even imagine. That is terrifying. Oh that is more of what I'm afraid of as opposed to being kidnapped. Waking up and just some Literally. crazy person is in my closet. Oh, my God. I will, this is me not making light of the situation but like trying to you know lighten the mood i would like okay so if i realistically i wake up someone was in my closet that would startle me but i'd be like wow you like me that much okay yeah. like, <laughs> like think about that times like a million you know right. it was a little bit obsessive yeah I, like sure the attention would be right I'd be like, okay well <laughs> you want a picture like <laughs> but no a real celebrity who probably has higher self-esteem than I do, like, that would, it would be terrifying. So that's really sad. I, I didn't know that aspect of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then it was also, like, reported, it's suspected that she had actually been living, like, outside. She had been living on the streets oh, for, wow. like, a, like, a period of time. Like, I feel like, I think it's, like, the idea is that we, we found her while she was living on the streets because her her car had been towed like 40 miles away from her home oh so wow she didn't have a car near her she was not near her home like people oh, wow. are starting to think that like maybe she was just living on the streets and like just happened to find her you know yeah crazy that's so sad well and you know her fiance she and her fiance broke up a couple months ago so mm. she was kind of by herself that's so sad and you know, to get to that state, something has to happen. Something so traumatic must have yeah. happened to her. And we can only speculate, you know. Um, yeah. It's, we shouldn't ask her, like, hey, girl, what happened? Like, that's it's none of our business. Mm-hmm. But we can only mm-hmm. speculate with some of the crazy things we've heard has happened to Hollywood. And, you know, we know um, Snyder. Is it Dan Snyder? Yeah. Yeah, Dan mm-hmm. Snyder. We know Dan Snyder was a creep. Um, totally. So who totally. knows? I mean, a couple week, a couple days ago, I saw a video of her um, in a hot tub with him. I think I don't know if it was for a joke or what. I didn't watch the full thing because, like, honestly, some of it just 
you know, sometimes you don't have to consume yeah. everything. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah. like, if it's just too much for me right now, I'll just scroll past. But uh, the context was just like, this is why she's messed up. I don't know the context of them. I, I can't imagine a reason a grown man would be in a hot tub, even with a bunch of cameras around with a child. But, you know, who, and if that's being filmed, imagine what has happened behind clothes. I, I, just, I don't know. It's really sad. And I think that, um, I heard someone say this on another podcast and I totally agree. I think, you know, we all want more Amanda Bynes because she is funny. Uh-huh. grew up with her what a girl wants is a 10 out of a 10 movie like chef's yeah. kiss i mean i can't think of a flaw cannot cannot compute a flaw in that movie <laughs> so like we all like want that back we like who she is she seems like a nice person um but it does seem as if her time in the spotlight probably should be over like, sometimes you've kind of done enough. Yeah. And I think that, because at the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter what we want. What's best for her and her right. mind and future? So, like, maybe that's not for her. Maybe she just needs to, because I know she wanted to come back. So I think she was going to start, like, a perfume line, which is so, <laughs> like, 2007, Classic. like, 2008. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is, like, okay. Like, you know, it's sure. just... If Why it smells not? good, I'll support it. I mean, you're you're a sure. little late there, sister, but you know, you've kind of been MIA for a while, so it'll catch up eventually. People are doing sure. skincare now, so maybe you should yeah. look into that. But you know that don't do that either. Literally, just live your life. Um, get some really good people. Not to be like this person. I, try to find God. I hate when people go find God. It was funny at first. Now it's like lame, but like, you know, try to develop a relationship with God and kind of move on and do something else different with your life. I think that's just kind of the direction that she needs to go in. And it's so sad, but I will say it's encouraging that she reached out to someone when she realized she needed help. And that's just a reminder to everyone listening. It is okay to ask for help. If you feel as though something's going on, you should ask for help. I you have my permission to ask for help. Um, I wanted to end the segment, this particular segment, with what is your favorite Amanda Bynes movement? Move, movement. Yeah, what is your favorite Amanda Bynes movement? Was it the perfume? Was it the comedy? No. What's Was it the, the one alone on the street? Sorry. Right. What What's your favorite movie? And then you guys comment below too. Like, what's your favorite Amanda Bynes movie? Yeah, no, I loved Hairspray. Hairspray all the way. I forgot she was in Hairspray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I haven't seen Hairspray in a hot second. We need to watch it. Yes. Also, Grease I need to watch, but that's unrelated to this segment. Yeah. You've never seen Grease? You? No, I have, but I just need oh, to see it Oh, you just want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, My soul quenches for it. Yes, yes. Um, What a Girl Wants, of course, mm-hmm. is the best. I think that's... Ugh. 10 out of 10. Um, mm-hmm. I also cannot remember why. I, I don't remember why I don't know this name of the movie. I cannot talk right now. Uh, give me two seconds to look it up. It is the movie where she pretends to be her brother. And she goes and plays soccer um, for her school. Oh, getting which one She's the is. man. She's the man. Okay. Um, and it's um, a take on the Shakespeare play. Oh yeah, it's a take I on the Shakespeare. Yeah, it's a take on the Shakespeare play. You huh. know, we should do um one day, uh one of those like Shakespeare and the round things. They do them all across the country. Every every place does it. Do them? What do you mean do them? Like like perform? Yeah, perform. Like every city 
all across the country during the summer does Shakespeare in the park. That's what it's called. Shakespeare in the park. Wait, do you mean like go and watch one or do you mean like- Oh no, watch it, watch it. Oh my goodness, okay. no, okay. no, sure. that's fair. Yeah, let's go to Shakespeare in the parks. They yeah. Have the, yeah, they, yeah, they have them all over, yeah. Yeah, 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 everybody should do one. Everybody should do one. Or go see one. You're right, the way I'm saying it, it does sound- <laughs> Not everybody needs to be like in a Shakespeare play. Everyone should go to one. Everyone should go to one. Um, But anyway, so. I like that one. She's a, she's the man is another good one. Uh, very yeah. quotable. Very quotable. Let us know what your favorite Amanda Bynes uh, movie is. She was such a talent. <sighs> but Definitely. She needs to focus on her mental health, and that's what's important. Yeah, and there there's hope. Like she could be a producer, a director. She could be an acting coach. Like she's got she's got a she's got a resume. She can do it. Yes. Exactly. Well, Freeman, do you want to do the next story for us? Sure. So um, we were originally going to talk more about the Wyoming uh, abortion decision, but we realized that we had also kind of touched on that in the last episode. So if you're wondering more about that, we do discuss it a little bit. Um, what we're going to talk about today is um, the abortion rule that um, has been taking place in Arizona. So according to 12news.com, Arizona doctors can't provide abortions due to a fetus's genetic abnormality, judge rules. A federal judge has ruled that abortion providers in Arizona cannot abort fetuses if the reason for the abortion is because the fetus has a genetic abnormality. The ruling, which, okay, this is really interesting, was delivered by U.S. District Court Judge Douglas Rays on January 19th of this year, reinstates an abortion ban passed in the state in 2021. And what's fascinating about this judge is that he was actually appointed by Obama in 2014. And he ruled, actually, he ruled on this um, bill because he basically was saying that since this bill doesn't infringe on a doctor or a patient's, like, freedom of speech, somehow the law can stand. I don't, I don't really know, like... Anything other than that, he just fe- he just felt like I don't think he was really concerned about the morality of it. I think he was more just saying like constitutionally, this is a valid law, and I'm not going to do anything to stop it. Hmm. Which is like refreshing for a judge to actually not be, in my opinion, a political figure. Yeah, legislating um, from the bench. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then according to Arizona Mirror. Um, the bill was passed by the Republican Party legislator two years ago, and then it was signed by the governor. Um, and the law like threatened doctors and others who helped finance an abortion with revoked li- licenses and criminal pen- penalties if they knew that the reason for the abortion was due to genetic abnormalities, um, and like it wasn't you know uh, an emergency. And doctors faced a class six felony, and others who helped finance it could have been charged with a class three felony. And basically, once Dobbs took when once Dobbs was decided and took effect, then so did the law. So a lot of states obviously had these trigger warnings or tr- not trigger warnings, like trigger laws, and um, that's basically what happened here. And then it's also really interesting to hear more about what Ray's had to say. So as pro-choice advocates claimed that the genetic abnormality law would hurt doctors, quote, Ray's wasn't convinced. He noted that the harm warned by abortion advocates hasn't occurred, 
and that effectively disqualified that argument. Um, no provider has yet had this genetic abnormality ban used against them, and theoretical harm, like saying it could happen, isn't enough for him to change a law. Um, he added that it's only valid if the law in question um, trespasses a constitutional right. And so that's what's happening in Arizona. Um, that was actually, that was like in January, but I had never really heard about it. I don't know if it made headlines. Maybe it did. Maybe I just didn't notice, but hey, it's pretty cool. And I'm glad that we are not allowed to discriminate on physical ability. So more good news. Yeah, this is great news. I think this is something that, you know, all states should just, <coughs> I'm sorry, all states should start looking into. Um, and, oh, I wanted to add when you start um, discriminating, because it's discriminating, when you start yeah. discriminating against humans that have disabilities and trying to eliminate them, that's called eugenics. I don't think people yeah. are aware of that. So um, it's good that, <laughs> at least in Arizona, they're not supporting eugenics. And this is great news. Yeah, I know. I'm really happy to hear about it. Um, this is another one of those conversations that people can't, people aren't really thinking about. Like, feminists might make the argument that they're pro-choice because it's a feminist argument. And I'm like, what What about when we're killing children and girls? You know, yeah. what about when, like, sex selective? Are you really a feminist then? Yeah. And then it's like, people who are anti-discrimination, I'm like, are you anti-discrimination in this case, for the because, yeah, yeah, because it's like there's such an inconsistency. It's well, really aggravating to me, and we need to be thinking more about these like specific instances. Instance. Yeah, where it's so weird to me. Well, what I always think about is when we start picking and choosing who is worthy of life, because that's what it is. If you say that this particular person can live and this particular person cannot because of X, Y, and Z, when we start doing that, it can change. It could be anything. It can start to be anything. It can be because of a disability, which we also have seen people with disabilities live wonderful, healthy, happy lives. Like, it doesn't have to be the end of the world if you have a disability, especially yeah. now with technology. Oh, you can, tons of people doing amazing things. Um, and uh, so, you know, it could be disability. It could be, like you said, gender or sex. It could be, you know, a find out a specific gene that some people have where, you know, your mother doesn't want you to be left-handed. So now let's get rid of all the, if we can look in your genes that you'll be left-handed. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's why we need a concrete definition and we need a definition that's backed by science and as Christians, mm -hmm. that's backed by morality from the Bible. That's why we need a concrete time when life begins. And then this is when life begins. Life must be protected. This is a situation. How do we help this person in this situation? Okay. Yeah. You find out that your child, I'll just use Down syndrome because we just celebrated World Down Syndrome Day. Mm -hmm. Your child has Down syndrome. Sure. It's not what everyone expects when you find out you're pregnant, okay? Have your moment to process everything. These are the resources that can help you if you're in this situation. This yeah. is what you possibly need. Here are these people who have amazing stories that have lived wonderful lives that you might mm -hmm. need help from. Like, there's just so many other things. And I think that, and I think that when people who are pro-choice are talking about this, 
they are so because our society has become so individualistic people don't mm. i just i'm because people are like oh yeah there's resources but blah 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 like i've seen people use resources i've seen people ask for help and things happen i think sometimes what happens is like everybody's so individualistic and it could be like embarrassing um you know if your child is not you know the perfect 777 and you know 21 inches it, just because of how society is and how women, how we're always thinking, we just want things to be perfect. You can kind of feel maybe embarrassed or something like is wrong with you, something wrong with your child. So you might not want to ask for help. But like when you do that, when you're able to do that, you uh, doors are open. Like you can for live sure. a more fulfilling life that you had for you and your child. And I said this in another episode too, and I'm going to say it again. I heard someone um, say this at a. Uh, banquet or something and it just stuck with me the idea of you know your child okay they're telling your child if you let your child live you follow through this pregnancy they're gonna die within the week of living isn't it just more loving to like prepare yourself like yes i cannot even imagine how difficult that is but isn't it more loving to prepare yourself to hold your child that you created in your hands something that you and your husband or your lover did out of love, hold that child in your hands and have them pass away with you as opposed to just, you know, ripping them apart. Because that's that's the reality of it. Um, ripping them apart or flushing them down the toilet. Because that's, that's what happens, you know? That's the truth of the matter. Um, so, yeah. This is good. It's good to continue to put up barriers to abortion. And I know that, you know, people might not like that. Um, if you're listening and you don't consider yourself Christian or conservative, I know that might be a little stinging and, you know, I'm not trying to be inflammatory. I'm just saying this is what needs to happen because the fact of the matter is, um, you know, uh, um, disability selective discriminating against humans, <laughs> giving them, having people with disabilities have an abortion versus someone who is normal that's eugenics <laughs> that is eugenics so yeah and just some biblical context um matthew chapter 7 verse 7 ask and it will be given seek and you shall find knock and the door will open to you so when we find ourselves feeling so overwhelmed in these moments like absolutely transformational moments where we learn that our child is going to have a disability God will provide. I know mm. that is so much easier said than believed. Yeah. And I I probably wouldn't believe it, to be honest with you, if I It'd found be hard. Yeah. Like, but I I mean we would ha I would have to just put my faith in God. Yeah. Because he would never ever give me something or you or any woman or man something that we can't handle. And he has a beautiful plan and we just have to trust that because if we start playing God, it becomes a dystopia. Yes. And to add to what you said um, in the Patreon episode that you guys should definitely hear, um, Megan, who is the PA, she talks a little bit about like miscarriages and she made a comment. She said something along the lines of like miscarriages are terrible, but you can still see God's grace 
in them or something like that. And granted, I have not had a miscarriage. I do not know how that feels. But I think that as a Christian, that is something that we have to hold on to. That's something that we have to think about. You know, you get a diagnosis that you weren't expecting. You have a miscarriage. Like, there are still God's graces in this. Because we know that God is sovereign. And everything that happens, God has ordained. And I'm telling myself this in other situations that I've had. It's, Absolutely. It can be very hard when you get disappointing news, but everything happens because God wants it to happen, because God is sovereign. If you believe in God's sovereignty, even the most painful thing that you've ever been through is part of God's plan, and you have to remember God is good. So, yes, it might not, X, Y, Z might not work out the way you wanted it to, but God is good and his plan is always greater. So even in your disappointment of um, everything that's happened, God can still work things together for your good. As long as you, you have to trust in him. And I want to add another part to what Freeman was saying earlier about how hard it would be to believe Matthew 7, what you just said. And I think it will be incredibly difficult. That's why, women, we need to have strong husbands that are leading us spiritually. You cannot be the spiritual leader it's possible if you know anything's possible but we really need as women we really need christian men spiritual leaders we need to we're going to have to do something like that like that's something you go through with your husband that's something you go through with someone who um is fighting with you who's going through it and that's also why we need good christian friends not every single friend you have has to be like your good christian friend that you know you can pray with but you need at least one or two because when Mm -hmm. you're going through that you have to have someone who is going to tell you matthew 7 um yeah who's going to text you a scripture uh god works everything to the good of philippians that's philippians something Mm -hmm. um ephesians we're fighting against uh, we're not fighting against flesh and blood i get that wrong all the time we're fighting against flesh and blood we're not we are not fighting against flesh and blood me too i have to remember like i have to remember that almost daily now just because of yeah some stuff going on in my life i have to remind it's not flesh and blood it's not flesh and blood Mm -hmm. but you know Mm -hmm. you need a friend to tell you that um and that's why it's good to you need christian godly friends and you can find your christian godly friends at the other girls tea party um plug yeah so just to wrap this segment up um i think this is great that we're starting to celebrate life mm -hmm. in all its forms um so let's try to end this on like an upbeat note like we're here with you we want to we want to yoke this with you like we want to give you the resources you need to care for your child your child's going to need that like my child might, you know, have a situation like that. Your child might, like we we, we don't know. Be, yeah, we need to have a society that accepts that and embraces it and is excited for it and doesn't yes. dread it and like moan and groan and try to like eliminate it because it's it's like suffering we cannot eliminate. Yes. So embrace it and like let's work on it because this is ultimately going to be a beautiful thing and nobody that has a child with Down syndrome regrets having that child nobody with down syndrome regrets being born amen maybe that's too like general maybe there's some outliers but i mean yeah there's a outlier for everything but the vast majority yeah i think i saw a statistic it was like 94 percent of mothers with children that have down syndrome they're grateful for it for their child exactly 94%. So that's, I mean, that's low-key higher than, like, people whose 
children are quote yeah. unquote normal. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I hate to say it, but yeah. Anyway, um, so what are some lies you grew up believing, Mallory, for our last segment? Okay, so this is from the Reddit. I want to like have like fun, light stuff at the end now. Um, and this segment is brought to you by American Woman Beauty. Go to AmericanWomanBeauty.net. Yes. Um, and use the code MAL15 to get 15% off your purchase. The highlighter and eyeshadow I'm wearing is from them. You, I'm sure you can't see it, but that's where it's from. Okay, so this is the funniest. Re- like, I love ass Reddit. <laughs> it is so funny. So I felt like this would be, like, fun and lighthearted. Okay, some of the, <laughs> some of the um, lies... I'm going to try to only do funny ones. This one, it says, oh, that employers will care all about your extracurricular school activities that you were perfect in at school. Yeah, they definitely don't care. Employers definitely don't. (laughs) Yeah, no, Mallory doesn't want to hear about my time in Ballard cheer or gymnastics. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. I... (laughs) You can tell me fun stories as, like, platitudes, but, like, that doesn't translate. Does it, like, bump up my resume or <laughs> more qualified to be on the podcast? No, that doesn't translate to what I need you to do here. Um, <laughs> turning the inside car lights was illegal. My dad definitely acted like that. And, like, I know it's, like, so stereotypical and, like, you see it on the internet all the time. But, like, no, like, legit, my dad, we could never turn the inside car light on. (laughs) Is that because it made a reflection? That's what I was thinking. But looking, like, now that I drive, I don't. Right. And now that I drive, I don't think so. I don't think it matters. I think they just didn't like it. I I legitimately think they just didn't like it. And then, like, every dad somehow knew it. Maybe. Like, when somebody has a car, like, when somebody has their light on inside my car, I don't even notice or think about it. In fact, I appreciate it, especially if I'm, like, rifling around. Yeah. Yeah, especially. Maybe it's, like, the generational thing. I think it's a generational thing. <laughs> um, Next one. Watermelon seeds don't grow in your stomach if you eat them. I never thought that. Oh, I did. I thought, I think I thought that with pumpkins, though. That's a scary thought. No, I never thought that. There's actually an episode of, so I don't like scary things, but I will say it's a show on Netflix. It's like two sentence horror story. It's not necessarily horror. It's more like, um, to me, it's more like, ooh, like, as opposed to like horror. Like, I don't do ghost stuff. So there was this episode where this guy, he got pricked by a plant and then the plants are like growing out of him. It was so creepy. Yeah. Like, that is more interested in me than, like, a ghost. Like, I'm not going to do a ghost. But, like, a plant growing out of you, like, ooh, heebie-jeebies. But, like, hmm, let's see. Yeah. Um, what? This person said I thought my dad's middle name was Pearl. That's weird. Um, someone says chocolate milk comes from brown cows. I never liked chocolate milk, so I just never really thought about it. Can I share one that I always thought yes this is very unique to me but i remember i would go to mass with my grandparents and those of you that like have been to a mass like in the middle of the ceremony there's like bells during like the like eucharist part and i remember like whispering to my grandmother what the bells meant and she said they meant that you need to be quiet so they actually mean like the transubstantiation so like 
when we believe when like bread becomes body, but like she told me it meant that's that's when you have to shut up. That's so and funny. Every time I heard the bells and like somebody would cough or like a baby would cry, I'd be like, mm, mm, mm. That's like, so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one, I said I don't want two funny ones, but this is like funny sad. Um, it's, it's, if you work real hard, you'll succeed in life. Oh. <laughs> like, that's funny sad. Oh. Um, <clears throat> so this person said, you cannot drink soda when taking medicine. What? <laughs> they believed you couldn't drink soda if you're taking medicine. Like, That's probably something their parents like told them. Inside of you? Maybe. I'm guessing so their parents told them that so they wouldn't drink soda. Because, you know, when you're younger, your parents will just say, like, random things. And it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, when you, that doesn't sound right. One thing I always believed, too, and I just, like, convinced myself of this. Every time I saw a movie, I would convince myself that, like, the people in the movie didn't know they were being recorded. So we were all just secretly eavesdropping on these people's that crazy adventures. so funny. That's cute, actually. That's kind of cute. Yeah, it was fun, actually, for the, like, one year I believed it. <laughs> okay, I had to scroll a little bit because some of these are, like, kind of really sad. Someone says, tomorrow will get better. Yikes. Like, are you okay? Oh, Mallory. Girl. Like, yeah. We should, like, reach out or something. <laughs> oh, this other one says that you can be anything you want. Well, you know what? Hot take. You can't. You can't do everything that you want. Let me tell you why. I can't sing. I can't sing. So I'm sorry. I'm not going to be a singer. I love singing. Don't get me wrong. I do sing. Someone asked me that. I was like, they said, oh, can you sing? I said, I have the ability to sing. I do sing. And I do. And I do. No, is it good? No. So like, you can't mm. be anything you want. You can be things that God has given you the ability to be. That should be what we're telling kids. Okay. What do you think? Well, I we'll was always a fan of like, I was always a fan of just like, yeah, like you put your mind to it. You can do anything like that. That was pretty harmless in my mind. I agree. I agree that you can do just about anything. Like, I, I don't think I ever took it that literally. Like, oh. I don't think I was like, oh, I can fly. Oh, you know? I, as a kid, I did. When people tell, I'm like, okay, I certainly can. You're like, okay, let's see. It. All right, I can and I will be anything. I can and I will. That's how I took it. Okay, we'll end on this. Um, speaking of which, my freshman year of college, you know, you go and you talk to your the dean at your school. So I went and she's like, oh, what do you want to do? And I'm telling her all the things that I want to do. And she goes, you cannot save the world. I said, what? said it sounds like you want to do a lot of things and you can't save the world let's try to narrow down what you want to do at that moment in my head i was like now i'm gonna have to save the world like she told me i can't i'm just gonna have to save the world and you know i'm contradicting what i just said but i think i'm <laughs> <laughs> but i think what i mean though is like there's certain like you can save the world because i'm going to save the world um but like I can't sing, so I can't be a singer. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I, I don't, I, now that I'm articulating my thoughts, this doesn't make sense. Like, this I, philosophy doesn't make sense. Maybe if you're listening and you're like, no, I get what you're trying to say, like, help me. But, like, 
I can save the world, but I can't be a singer. It sounds like you were just very much like, you say I can't, you better sit back and watch me do it. And it doesn't matter really what somebody was telling you, you just, you were going to prove them right or wrong, depending on how much, what you felt about their advice. I think it has to do, though, like, with what the kid receives it as. Yeah. Like, if you know your child is very literal-minded, maybe don't tell them they can do absolutely anything. But if you're mature, like little Freeman Marshall, um, you can tell her and she will receive it. Very good point, because I was a literal child. Like, I, it was, yeah, and a lot of things went over my head that my friends would say, like, I was a bit, like, if you told me X, Y, and oh, okay, cool. So when are you, no. Um, so yes. What'd you say? So when do you become a bird? Um, you become a bird when you turn 32. I don't know if you yeah, know that. and then you would believe that, no problem. Yeah. Well, I ha- I used to have this dream. I had multiple dreams where I would I could fly, and I legit thought I was like, okay, is this from God? When I was younger, I was like, is this from God? Am I gonna have the ability to fly one day? Oh That's no. what I was thinking. Yeah, I-, I don't know what that meant. I think it just meant I was watching a lot of TV with people flying. But for a second, <laughs> I thought this was God talking to me, telling me I was gonna fly one day. Thankfully, it's I didn't only- try it out or anything. Yeah, I feel like you would just start elevating. Like, I, I always came up to myself, if I did start flying, I would just elevate. Like, I wouldn't have to jump off anything. Okay, I didn't even think of that. Well, did you ever see, um, goodness, what's the name of that movie? James, what's the name of the movie with Michael B. Jordan and the three boys get the powers? <laughs> Gosh, Michael B. Jordan. Why can I not remember the name of this movie? Let's see. Chronicle. Chronicle. Yep. Chronicle. <laughs> so in Chronicle, that's kind of essentially what happened. They started levitating and they could like, whoosh. Mm-hmm. Chronicle's a good movie. Um, it takes, it's essentially, and then after this, we should probably wrap it up. It's essentially about these three boys who get superpowers. And to me, it's so realistic of like how boys in real life have superpowers. Like, let's be honest. Okay. Boys in real life are not going to turn into Superman. They're not going to yeah. be Batman. That's just not... Yeah. They're going to be goofing around, moving people's cars, giggling. They're going to be, like, mm-hmm. throwing stuff. Like, it, it's such a good movie. Um, watch it. So, yeah. Not sure how we got on that topic, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and all of the randomness. Um, yes. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you have liked and subscribed on YouTube. <clears throat> Tell us in the comments. Um... Tell us your favorite Amanda Bynes movie. Also, tell us a lie that you believed growing up. Um, And then, yeah, just put that in the comments. Make sure you share this with everyone and your grandmother. If you are a man watching, can you comment why you find the podcast interesting? I'm very interested in why you do. Um, And make sure you're sharing this with your sisters and grandmother and your mother and your friends and your girlfriend, your wife, whoever. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure you have followed the podcast and make sure you give us a rating. We are accepting five stars um, and above. Nothing less. Yeah, five stars, nothing less. If you don't think we're five stars, don't even bother giving us a rating. Um, But make sure you follow the podcast as well. And if you're watching on Spotify, somehow let us know. I'm just curious. Like, it doesn't tell us who's actually watching and who's just listening. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the question we're going to leave is... 
what is a lie that you believe growing up a fun one you know don't yeah i mean if it is something sad you can always reach out to us but like yeah you know, let's keep it fresh and funky yeah. like you don't have to put like that tomorrow will be better that's sad yeah um and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. In the review, let us know that you really enjoy this podcast and you like how the new setup is and you're enjoying having Freeman on and you can't wait to hear from more and you're excited for the tea party. Put all that in, as your review. Um, and make word. word for word, actually, would be great. Um, <laughs> oh, and then put a crown. Ooh. Okay, how about this? Okay, here we go. Here, this is this is what we're gonna start doing. If you listen to the episode, and enjoy it. Leave a crown on our social media or wherever you're listening. So either on Spotify or a test. Yes, or on YouTube. Leave a crown. Leave a crown. Um, okay. Where else do people listen? Uh, Amazon Apple Music, Music, Apple Music, Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. So leave also uh, leave a. A rating for Apple Podcasts as well. We're taking five stars only. If you don't feel like this is a five star podcast, come back to another episode. Keep listening until you do. Yeah, um, get it figured out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, you guys, and wherever else you're listening, please interact. I don't really know how the other um, platforms do, but we have people listening on other super random platforms, iHeartRadio, all of that stuff. So thank you so much for listening there and keep sharing and showing everyone. The reason why we ask you guys to share is just because that's how podcasts grow is other people talking about the podcast. And we want to make sure that we find everyone that fits in this community. So girls know that they're not alone. That's the purpose of sharing, not to yeah. make this big, not to be, you know, like popular influencer, blah, blah, blah. Like that's money. lame. Not about, well, I don't want to say I'm not about that. Like I'm going to accept the role of it. You know, if it comes to me, I'm going to accept it. Sure. But the whole purpose is we want as many girls to know that they're valued and like, they're not alone in their feelings. So that's what we're asking you to share. Anyway, that's it. However, wherever you're listening, bye. Adios.